Welcome to Consider Yourself Hugged, a place for women. I am Tammy. And I'm Michelle. And we are so glad you're here. We are coming to you on this episode via Zoom. Our guest today is um, a young lady who is friends with my daughter from years past, and she has had quite the journey. So I'm going to read to you. Um, She's one of these people who I think is like super inspirational, but also super humble. So she didn't send me a bio that was like about me, about me, about me. So I had to dig it out. So is that right, Bethany? Humble? That's right. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you what her Instagram profile says, read you one of her Facebook posts, and then we're going to jump in and talk about her journey. So she describes herself as wifey, Christ follower, forever lifestyle changer. It says change, but I'm going to say changer. Naturally down, and this is why she's here, y'all naturally down 130 pounds and counting born and raised in Tennessee built to inspire others, which is that's, that's really the reason. Yes, she's down 130 pounds, but she's here to inspire you. So I got on her Facebook page and just read a couple of things. Um, I printed out, I'll just read one of them and maybe come to the others uh, post later. But she says, when you truly learn to love yourself, Everything else will fall into place. You have so much to offer as the person you are. The secret to self-confidence isn't stop, isn't to stop caring about what people think. It's to make your opinion of you to matter more than anyone else's. That is really amazing. I mean, was there something that was on February 17th? That was just like a week ago. Was there something that prompted you to write that? Or do you just like, you just are naturally inspiring? Um, I mean, I listen to podcasts regularly, um, and all the podcasts that I try to listen to are just super inspiring, and I guess I just try to listen to the things that I want to feed myself, Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was listening to a Trent Shelton um, podcast, and he was talking about all of that, and I just, I had put two pictures side by side, um, which is something that I do regularly, um, just to kind of keep my brain refreshed on my journey um and he had said all of that and I was just like you know what I feel like half the time the things that he says in the podcast that I hear are the things that I almost have to share with with my pictures do you think one day we will hear you as a podcast host um I think that that would be something that I would like to do um Hmm. I think that this whole journey just continues to evolve. Um, and I get super emotional about it because it's so crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. So, well, why, why don't you just tell us a little bit about how your journey started? Cause this is a big, big deal. I don't, I have seen some of your pictures, you know, I don't know. So my daughter, Lindsay and, and Bethany were friends in gosh, middle, middle school. school. <laughs> yeah. And um, just recently she started showing me pictures of your journey. And I was like, wow. So tell us when that started, just tell our listeners a little bit about what this journey is. Um, so it's, I feel like I was telling one of my friends yesterday, I'm going to jump around like crazy because I can't like keep tunnel view with it because it literally like evolves daily. The just get right in, right, Michelle? Yeah. (laughs) You're perfect for us. (laughs) So originally, so I've, I've been overweight my whole life. My family's overweight. Um, and it's never really been a quote unquote issue. Like it's never, I was never teased about it. I've never had, I never had issues with my weight. Um, and so 
Um, can I just say, even when, in, even in middle school, cause I, I had weight issues as well and I was tormented in middle school, but did you find like your tribe of friends and you just, I mean, I feel like I was around, there's always toxic people everywhere you go, but I feel like looking back, everyone around was just loving everybody kind of, it, it, it was like a big family. We might not care so much for this person or love this person, but it wasn't really, I don't ever remember having a toxic environment as far as my weight goes. Wow. I'm so glad for that for you. So sorry, go on. So no, no, no. you had, (laughs) so went to college. Um, obviously I was on my own for the first time. Um, I had no love for myself at all. Um, some things happened um, that caused me to move away from Chattanooga. I was totally destroyed and um, I had no love for myself at that point. So was that, and you, you know, Bethany, you share as much or as little as you want. Um, one of the things you, you talked about when we communicated was past struggles and past hurts. Was that lack of love for yourself weight related or was that... Um, I think it was trauma that happened in my life Um, Mm -hmm. that so I actually was raped um, and so oh I did not know that yeah I don't I've just now came to grips with it all and have just kind of Mm -hmm. let go of the past and accepted it for what it is Um, so that was literally last year when this journey started was when I learned to um, accept it and move forward. So it's been a huge part of, um, this journey, but again, that's something that a lot of people don't know, but I feel like it could definitely help a lot of women. Um, just because there's so many things we go through that we don't, we don't talk about. And that, so, that happened to you when you were small, when, I mean, I don't want to make you really, no, I was, I've, I've always been bigger. Um, no, I mean, it was, I mean the, the rape, the rape, how old were you? Um, I was a sophomore in college. So I was <sighs> what, 20, 21, yeah. I'm so 20. Sorry. but it's, it's really helped me grow just as a person and, and the self-love that I have for myself. Cause I was at a point where I felt like I was at no return, you know? Um, so I moved to Murfreesboro, um, to go to MTSU. Um, and I had a really great group of male friends around me here that I met in Chattanooga that they were my angels. Like they watched my back. They made sure I made it home safely. They knew that mentally I was destroyed. So um, one of the guys that, his name's Chris, he was um, one of my angels. Um, He actually, I guess it was February of last year, he had posted something on Facebook. He was a manager at Gold's Gym in Smyrna. And he's like talking about, you know, trying to get people in to get memberships. And I emailed him and I'm like, so I've been working out at home. I had been like a month into my journey and I, I think I had maybe lost like 15 pounds at that point. But I just felt really good. But I knew that I needed something more. It's not something I was the highest weight I have recorded is 367. But I I know at some point 
during my like depression from everything, I, I know that I was, I was up, up a lot higher, but <laughs> I couldn't mentally put myself on a scale because I knew that number would send me lower than where I already was. Bethany, did you, cause you talked about your depression and what you've been through. Did you, did you get help? Did you get counseling? Did you do all that you did? Okay. I did. I, um, I guess it's been two years now. Um, I, because of the love that I did not have for myself, my marriage was suffering because you have to love yourself in order to love someone else. So I did, I saw a counselor on my own just because I knew that I, individually needed that um and she she was great um I saw her once a week for I don't know six months maybe Mm -hmm. um and she was the first person that I had fully shared I mean I wrote down everything that happened second by second of what I could remember um from what happened and just kind of having someone to coach me through how to learn from something that happened and grow and move forward. Um, so I had started kind of eating healthier and, and whatnot while I was with her, that was kind of the starting point for my journey. And and was that, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I just, I think there's so many things you're going to be able to help women with was there a a point you can identify where you decided to go on this health journey? Was it like you went to counseling for, to recover and also to do that, or that was something that prompted you to start your health journey while you were in, was there a turning point or was it all sort of gradual? Um, I think, so she, she had kind of told me like, you know, a lot of people will write their thoughts down in order to learn how to deal with them. Um, And I tried the whole writing things down and I, my brain jumps from like area to area to area to where like, I just, at work when I'm getting paid, I can do it all day. (laughs) But as far as like my own thoughts and whatnot, I just, I can't organize my thoughts enough to write them down. Yeah. I feel like I'm everywhere. Um, And so I just started like at home, I would do like workouts from YouTube. It was, you know, the beginning of everything and COVID hadn't quite hit yet. Um, but I would just kind of do meditation or yoga or um, just little things um, like just stretching. Cause I was very large there, you know, so there wasn't a lot I could do without just feeling like I was about to die, you know? Um, so I started with that and that was just kind of where I realized like, okay, this is how I'm, I'm learning how to deal this, this is, this is my counseling. This is my time to myself to be myself, think about myself. And, and so that's, that's really where this, the physical part Absolutely. You, you could think through things. You knew it was something you were doing for yourself. And I think that's, you know, the fact that you just said that you started out stretching and yoga. I think that's so encouraging to people through a fitness journey, but through anything else in life is that you just started and you didn't, you didn't start to where you killed yourself. You just took one step at a time. 
for sure. Yeah. So that, that's how you got started. So I, um, how did you stay committed? I mean, that seems that's um, where people struggle. It is, it is a struggle. Um, I feel like I've literally, it's become just part of my routine. Even, um, some of the, I've met some really awesome people, um, on this journey and, they're always like, Bethany, you need to rest. Bethany, you need to rest. Your body needs to rest. And I'm like, when I take a rest day and I go home, all I can think about is how I wish I was doing this or <laughs> because that's, that's my, that's my time. And so like that they, they do, they're always like, you're, I need you to rest. You just need to take a couple days off and breathe. And I'm like, no, that is my breathing. Like, <laughs> So why do they, t- do they tell you that rest, like from working out or just rest because you do all kinds of things? Like, why are they, what my, is it that- my, my body physically needs rest. Um, but, but again, that's, sometimes I'm like, maybe this is a toxic relationship that I'm building, <laughs> but it, <laughs> but it's, it's just, it's, it's my, it's my way of coping. It's my way of self-love. Like I've learned that to love myself and to continue to grow, I have to keep pushing. And it's not like a negative type of push. It's like a, this is what I've learned to love. It sounds to me like you're, you're very, very intentional about what you do in a positive direction. I noticed in the very beginning, you said that, you know, you're intentional about what you feed your mind in terms of the podcast you listen to. Yeah. So it, yeah, it doesn't sound like, you know, you're doing things like in an obsessive way. Like it seems very intentional and in a positive way for you. For sure. Can, can I read something else that you put on Facebook? Because <laughs> when you talk about pushing yourself and I won't read the whole thing, but you talked about, um, having a trainer, having a personal trainer in your life. Um, that's been a huge reference in the last seven months. And you encourage people to find a trainer that will push you that you won't regret it. And someone that will cheer you on, inspire you. But you said that you listed these 10 benefits of hiring a personal trainer. And I'm even going to just say that that's 10 benefits of everything that you're doing overall, even if it's just finding a partner that you work with, but you, you said it was safety, accountability, education, and knowledge consistent non-judgmental support, achievement of goals, progress tracking, development of a routine, increased intensity and variety, growth and confidence. That's a lot of things that you're getting out of your life now that you weren't before. For sure. I guess that's got to keep you on track somewhat, right? It does. It does. And, you know, having, I was always one of those people that was like, why would I ever pay someone to do this for me? You know, but like learning to invest in myself, period, for like not just the personal training aspect or, you know, the counseling aspect, but just investing in myself as an individual, like no one else is going to do that for me. And so having my personal trainer, he, there are days that I literally like, I'm like, uh-uh, nope, not doing this today, but I get there and like, he pushes me he literally encourages me and he he never gives me something that he thinks I'm not going to be able to do it's almost like having I can only believe in myself so much but having like that hype man behind you all the time you know um I don't I don't know 
and people are like, you make that look so easy. And I'm like, no, he makes that easy because he just, he hypes me up. He believes in me and he, I don't know, he's pushed me to limits that I never dreamed, you know, that I would ever get to. So it's, it's definitely been a super mind opening experience to say the least. We'll put Bethany's um, contact information as far as like her social media. And if you do live anywhere in the Murfreesboro area, you know, you can, you can check out with her, who her trainer is. Michelle, do you have a personal trainer? Cause Michelle works out quite a bit too. No, I do not. You never did through the whole process. No. Okay. You know, yeah. Um, I know maybe Bethany could speak to this. I think that like, a lot of people are like, well, maybe cost would prohibit that. And so I'm sure there's like um, benefit to doing that. And even like it can be cost effective. I just don't think people realize that. So I, I live paycheck to paycheck. Um, you know, I have college loans, I have debt. Um, and I, I would not have done it. Um, Chris, the guy that kind of pushed me to get started in the fitness aspect Um, he had kind of worked with me, you know, like one day a week, two days a week at golds while he was working. Um, because he, and he says like, I never would have dreamed that this is where you would be right now. Like, this is insane. Um, and, and so he's like, look, I have a lot going on. Um, I'm, I'm still working and I can't devote time to help you. Like I would like to. He's like, you know, here's this personal trainer. Um, he owns the gym. His name's Kilman. Um, I trust that he can handle and not put you in harm because a lot of trainers, I mean, honestly, you, you look at somebody like me where I started and then you look at my trainer who is ripped, like he's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He, he, he was just born ripped, you know? I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he, he will even say like, I was born this way and you have worked your tail off to get here. Mm. Um, and, and so I never dreamed that I would ever pay what I pay for, um, his help, but it literally is the best investment. Um, I actually, like I said, I live paycheck to paycheck. Um, and when you put your mind to something and you want to achieve something, you do what you have to do to make it happen. Um, and so I actually meal prep for people on the side. Um, and that's how I pay to have my training. Um, I so I, I'm sorry, Michelle, what? No, I just said, that's awesome. I mean, you found a way to make it happen. That's yeah. I mean, I, there's no way that I would be able to do it. And I've been really lucky to, um, throughout my journey, I started working with him in July. Um, and so, I've had two months throughout my time with him where other people that have watched my journey through him have sponsored my training sessions with him. Wow. Yeah. It, it, it tears me up. Just, he would mess with me. He's like, you know, it's the, it's the first of the month, like it's time. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Cause I get so tied into it that I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's all right. We've already had all of our sessions, you know? And he's like, but somebody's already taken care of you. So you're good. And I'm just like, like what? Oh, that why? Is, like, why sick. would someone, but that, I guess that the first time that happened, I was kind of like, okay, like this is my calling. Um, because like, why would someone that doesn't even know me 
that's watching me invest what's a large quantity of money to me into someone who they don't even know, you know? Um, but it, it's, I feel like every time I get to where I'm like, oh gosh, things are getting really tight again. You know, the business has slowed down a lot. Something always, ha- a new client comes in or like something always happens that allows me to continue. That is such so, an encouragement. Well, I saw the meal prep thing on Facebook, which made me think, um, so a big part of your journey has been the fitness part of it. What about the nutrition part of it? How is that? Because you're prepping for other people. So I'm assuming you've learned some things about how to eat. Yeah. So um, I, I've definitely learned a lot. I'm still what I would consider a beginner in all of that. Um, I, I struggle. I think anyone who has been where I was, food is their struggle. Mm. Um, you know, that's your, that was my coping mechanism for years, which got me where I was. Um, so, um, I'm still learning how to have a positive relationship with food. Um, it's still a struggle and I, I run a childcare center in Murfreesboro. So I am around junk all the time I'm talking and during COVID so that's when I was really like really going hard and and trying to get in the routine of making this my new lifestyle um and so I the gym was closed (laughs) I had worked out at the gym for like a month and then everything shut down oh no so I was at that point I think I had lost maybe 30 pounds at that point and I was like you know I'm it's been three months and I'm 30 pounds in like, there's no, this is, I've been on this journey time after time after time in my life. What's the Um, most you lost before? Like uh, most I lost before was, I want to, I want to say I had lost 60 pounds before I actually took on my current position (laughs) at work. And then I took on my position and gained all of it back. So I was doing all of this at the house and just literally like pulling up YouTube on the TV. And I would even pull up just because when you're as large as I was, a lot of things that you watch on the, the videos and stuff, they have modifications, but it's still not something that Mm -hmm. someone that's almost 400 pounds can do, you know? So I would type in like, you know, plus size workout exercises, like I would find something that I physically could do. The intensity might not be as high as, you know, I don't know, beach body or, you know, those type of things, but um, I would still figure out a way just to keep my body moving. Um, Just because it's like, as soon as you stop moving your body is when it all kind of just rolls back downhill again. Right. Um, Right. And then being there the food. And I mean, did your trainer help you with the nutritional part of it too? Cause I mean, I, I will tell you, I mean, right now I'm, I'm not overweight and I haven't really been like overweight, overweight, um, in a number of years. However, my relationship with food is not good. And I remember I did a, a podcast and I'll put the link in there year, a couple of years ago with my um, pastor who is an alcoholic and he, he has had many falls and he was telling me one day, he said, you know, when you're an alcoholic, and you haven't drank in a while, and then you go take a drink. He said, it's not like you gradually work your way up to alcohol, full-blown drinking all the time. He's like, as soon as you take that first drink, 
it is like you're right back where you were. He said, you just start belting them down. And I had done so well, like with sweets are my problem. And like there, uh, there had been like chocolates and all kinds of things in the cabinet. But once I took that first little handful of M&Ms, I ate the whole container of M&Ms. And that's, you know, I just, for me, my son and I do, he taught me about intermittent fasting, which has worked really well for me, but it's like, I'm an all or none kind of person. It's hard for me. So I wonder about how you deal with like your relationship with food. Cause that's what you said a minute ago is does the trainer help? Like what, what have you found to be helpful with that? So, like I said, I didn't start working with him until July. So at, at that point I was still on my own, just kind of figuring it out as far as exercise. I still had Chris, but as, as far as the nutrition aspect, I was, it was trial and error. Um, I started doing keto at first and I lost 40 pounds, um, doing keto, but my body did not adjust to it. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I went from doing keto back into like normal eating habits, that's what was happening to me. I was, my mindset had went from tunnel vision to like, okay, we're changing it up. And that's my thing with sweets and with COVID, you know, we were open the whole time. All of that was happening. And um, we closed three days throughout the whole COVID process. Um, and so the parents are are obviously super supportive of us for being open and and whatnot. They would bring crumbled cookies. I knew you were going to say that um, they wanted to uh, feed you. And I mean, and stress, like, right. That's high stress. Like you're open in the middle of a pandemic. So that's stress. Yeah. So I, and I don't know if you've had a crumbled cookie, but they are huge. They're massive. I ate a whole cookie and I got so sick. I was so sick. I didn't make it out of the building that day. I was in the bathroom vomiting. Like my body was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I don't know what you just put in me, but I haven't had that. And I don't like this. Um, and that's why you were doing keto. Is that what you're saying? Or right after, or I had just changed over to doing high protein. Okay. But I still hadn't had sugars and, and all of that. And so it was, it was, it was bad to where I was like, yeah, mm, I will not do that again at all. Um, so it, it is slowly throughout the journey. Like I said, I'm, this is month 13 for me. Um, and I've, I've been super successful in the weight loss aspect, but the food, um, it, Sweets, sweets are my problem too. Um, and my husband can eat whatever he wants and he doesn't gain a pound. So I come home and there's Swiss cake rolls and, you know, just, just junk. And, and, and he, he's, he puts it in his own little corner so that it's not around any of my stuff. Um, but it is still, when I come home from dealing with angry parents or this or that, I'm just like, let me, I don't even like those, but can I have that? (laughs) Do you, have you ever watched any of the weight loss shows? And I just wonder what you think about them. Like the, my 600 pound life or the, I don't remember what some of the other ones are called. Uh, I've watched them. Um, I struggle to watch them because I feel like that's where I was headed. Mm. Um, but then I also, I don't know, I see things like that and I just want to jump into the screen and like, you know, like, let's move your legs. Let's do like, you're stuck, but like, I I just want to help them because there's so much more to life than Mm. sitting in, in 
learning to be okay with being miserable. And that's really what gets you there, you know, is just not being happy with yourself. Well, and you mentioned too, which those people on those shows have that there are some obstacles and inner struggles, which you kind of alluded to, but you know, what are some of the things you've had to deal with on this journey other than what we would all just assume where, oh, it's got to be hard to work out, but it's probably deeper than that. Um, I mean, there have been a lot of struggles for sure. Um, for me, I feel like it sounds crazy, but it's hard to see the negative struggles being where I am now. Um, it's funny, whenever I started training with my trainer, I used to wear two ankle braces on my ankles every day. My ankles were so weak. Um, I would literally be on my feet all day at work and then get home. And then I would wake up the next morning and I could barely walk. Like my ankles just hurt. Oh my God. Um, and so I would wear braces all day in hopes that if I wear my braces, maybe when I get home, my ankles won't hurt so bad. And I've always had ankle issues. Again, I've always been overweight. Um, and so I got with my trainer and I had already been into it, you know, I guess almost six months at this point point six seven months and he's like take those off oh. and I'm like no I'm not <laughs> taking those off like those those are no they support me and he's like take them off your muscles aren't getting stronger because they're you're using these as a clutch you know and you don't need it like you're you're my Achilles were so tight mm. like I wasn't able to do so much because I was Honestly, I was using my ankles as a excuse on not being able to do more. Um, and so I was so mad. I was like, oh, I'm paying this man and he's making me get out of my comfort zone. Um, but that was the start of literally like I thrive off of getting out of comfort zones now. Like I was so nervous to do this just because I'm the biggest baby, I'm so emotional all the time. <laughs> and when I talk about my journey, like I just, I cry. Y'all, she has gotten teary, but I find, <laughs> so, I find it so endearing. <laughs> I just cry because it's tried and tried and tried and you fail. And like, you have the support, like the, the amount of support that I have around me just, blows my mind because it's something that I've never I've always had like I've always had supportive people around me like I said I was never bullied I was never you know called anything that I remember um so having all of these people around me and like my trainer all of the other trainers at his gym every time I come in they're like you know they they just make me feel like I am amazing and the things that I'm doing are just, you know, um, insane. I'll, I'll go to, I was at Gold's Gym in Smyrna um, one day and this guy kept looking at me and I'm, I don't know if it's because of what happened in my past, but like, I do not like attention. It stresses me out when I, when I feel people staring at me, I'm like, like I, I crawl into this turtle shell. Um, and, and this hard. guy kept staring at me and I'm like, okay, like it's, I think it's about time to go home. Um, and he comes up to me and he's like, Hey, 
And I'm literally like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and he's like, you work out with Kelman at Champion Tone, right? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you are amazing. Oh. And I'm like, oh, me? Oh. Really? You know? Um, and he's like, I watch your videos. He's like, I look forward to seeing your videos. And he's like, the things that you do and just looking at you and your journey, he's like, you are, you're amazing. You, you know, just in the months that I've seen you in your videos, you've grown so much, you've shrank so much. He's like, just your confidence level. He's like, I just want you to know if I'm someone that you don't know, and I feel this way, like you truly are inspiring a lot of people out there. That is and I, so I don't, special. Crazy. So just because Again, I was way out of my comfort zone even talking to this random person that I did not know. <laughs> like, what um, videos were they talking about? So my trainer, um, he will video the things that I do while he's training me. Okay. Um, and I, he'll post them on his Instagram and he'll send them to me and I'll post them. Um, again, just because I am blown away at the things that I can do with him. Um I, I actually love flipping tires and like, wow, I get really mad when he makes me do burpees because I still have issues with my hip mobility a little. Um, but I love it because my body's never been able to do things like that. Awesome. He, um, put me sorry, on a pull-up bar. You two fitness yeah, people, but what are burpees? So that's where you like go down to a push up, you jump back up and you touch, like touch the sky. That sounds awful. Okay. Keep going. It is awful. It is awful. Um, but I can do it and I might only be able to do five in one time and then I have to rest, but like my body physically can do these things. Um, wow. It's crazy. Um, I started doing an 18 minute mile and last week I hit 13 minutes. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Um, and, and the fact that I like, I love it now. I was at the gym the other day and uh, my friend Harley, she's like, you need to rest. And I'm like, I know, I know, but I don't want to fully rest. So I'm just going to walk a mile on the treadmill and then I'm going to sit in the sauna for a little while. And she's like, that's, you know, that's a good active rest day. And I get on the treadmill and my body's like, run, 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 run. And so I start (laughs) running and she's on the bike across the gym and she, and I get off because I, I like to do a mile on the treadmill and then walk the track a little, just because I can control my myself a little more on the track and I, I'm walking the track and she looks at me with that eye and I'm like what and she's like I thought you were resting I'm like Harley I, I physically can't like I get on there and all I can think about was like okay let's hit 12 and a half minutes like you know like I I feel like I've just really learned to love um myself and where I am in my journey um and I just I don't know. I just strive off of it now. You know, you, one of the things you said to us too, as we were communicating before this was that all of these physical changes have like paved the way for mental growth. And that's kind of like what you're saying, right? That it's, absolutely that has driven you to be able to talk to that person or come on this podcast or. For sure. That what I you think mean? the whole, the whole journey in general um, with, with self-love, with weight loss, um, with all of it is, is all a mental battle. Um, it, it's, 
yeah, a lot of things are physically hard, but if you put your mind to doing something and you work towards that, it's going to happen. Um, and I think it's just knowing like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Like my goal this year, I made um, a vision board. Um, and one of my goals is to be able to do a pull-up. And my trainer's like, if we can get you on a pull-up, like we'll go viral. And I'm like, okay, like <laughs> we're doing this. So he, you know, and realistically, like, it's not the viral thing that I care anything about, but like knowing that me doing a pull-up and someone seeing me do a pull-up in my body can cause someone to believe like, maybe not a pull-up, but just walking a mile. Like, well, if she can do this, then I can, I can do this. Viral um, is a big deal for that because then the more people that you're going to be able to, and do you, do you put most of your, cause I want our listeners to know sp- where is best to, to follow you. Do you do most of your stuff on Instagram? Yeah. So I um, have a Instagram page that's specifically for my journey. That was um, the loving or the, the discovering one I, underscore Bethany. Discovering Bethany. Okay. Which we'll put in the show notes for people to follow you. Yes. And I, I just, I try to post quotes daily or, um, cause you know, I'll see random quotes that I feel like that was really meant for me to see today, you know, and I'll post those or, you know, podcasts that I hear. Um, like I said, I do those side-by-side pictures constantly, um, because I feel like women and, 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 and humans in general, I feel like we compare ourselves so much to other people which is why we don't get what we truly want. Um, and so I, I have a, a person that I do look at and I'm like, that's what I want. Um, I want her body, you know, but I look at myself up against my past self because it shows me the true growth in myself. And it's not even always the, the physical weight difference. Um, a lot of times it's like seeing my confidence from one picture to another, you know, um, a lot of times when I post pictures, people are like, oh my gosh, the confidence. And I'm like, it's not even the weight loss that's noticed, you know, it's, it's the confidence and the love that I've learned to have for myself, um, that I feel like has truly shaped my, my whole journey altogether. Because it sounds like when you look at this woman that you say you want that body, the difference in what you're doing and what a lot of women do is you're looking at that as something you want in a goal, but it's not something that's making you feel bad about yourself. It's not a comparison thing. It's just a goal thing. For sure. Well, as we kind of end our time together, if you don't mind, I'm going to read this last thing that I printed on February 8th from your Facebook page, I think. And then maybe you can think of anything that, that jogs your memory if there's any other words of wisdom you want to give to the women who are listening and michelle if you have anything else um but you said it's a couple paragraphs goals are individual not universal just because someone can run further or lift heavier doesn't mean your effort isn't valid i love that so much work hard for you and your goals progress will come don't wait until you've reached your goals to be proud of yourself be proud of every step you take toward reaching that goal And then Bethany goes on to say, y'all, in one year, my dreams have started coming alive. Most mornings I wake up and I'm literally astounded by the progress I've made. It's not even about the weight for most days. It's about finding your purpose and living it out. I'm so happy with who I've become and I cannot wait to see what is in store for me this year. That is, that seems to recap everything that you've said, but does that, 
what, what else do you want to say to our listeners before we end our time? Um, I think for me, I never really knew what my purpose was, which for me caused me to not know why, why am I waking up daily? Why am I doing this every day? Um, and so I just, I guess I would just really encourage people to find your purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. and when you find your purpose, know that that might not always be your purpose. I feel like, um, my purpose changes literally I want to say daily, but I wouldn't say daily. I would say very regularly, um, you know, going from really focusing on weight loss to, you know, um, I've hit the two thirties and I don't know where I want to go as far as my weight anymore. I don't have a specific size or because it's not about what people see, and I feel like that's what we focus on is what other people see. Do people see that I'm losing weight? Do people notice? Um, and it's not about other people. The whole journey is about you and yourself. And um, so I encourage people to find their purpose and to know that it is going to change and it's okay. It's, it's, it's growth is all, all that is. Um, and then I, I don't know, like find, I found that, that fitness is my, that's where I have my emotional connection versus having it with food. Um, find that something that, that can fill that void um, and know that that might change too. You know, I might not always be looking for, for weight loss. Um, whereas now I just, I love the idea of being strong and, you know, being able to squat large amounts of weight, not, and you know, not like crazy strong man, strong, but just, <laughs> being able to do things and see myself physically do things that I never dreamed would be possible. Um, so just compare yourself to yourself and not other people. And, um, just know that it's not always going to be beautiful. Um, there are days that I do struggle. I look at myself and I just see skin. Um, but, with with the strength training my skin is slowly tightening and it's always going to be loose because I've lost a lot of weight um but I've learned to love my skin um it's what it represents right absolutely um it's it's insane I sometimes I look at my stomach and, and I'll literally like pull my skin up and I'm like like I can see my feet. I have kneecaps. Like <laughs> I took a picture the other day and you could see my whole kneecap and I'm like, Woo-hoo! I have a kneecap. Okay. <laughs> like it's the little things that I see that, that somebody that's always seen their kneecap would never think like, that's awesome. But like, I have never seen my kneecap and I saw it, <laughs> you know, being able to see muscle definition and my collarbones. I look in pictures and I'm like, Oh my gosh, oh, look like I have, I have collarbones, you, have <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you're adorable. Always looking for just, if you feed yourself positivity, the negative doesn't affect you. I mean, it's always going to affect you, but not as deeply as it would if you were just focusing on the negative. I'm overweight. I'm eating, I'm doing this. People will say, I wish I had what you have. And I'm like, but you can. I always wished I had it too. And one week, one day I woke up and I was done. I was tired. I, I knew that I, I can, 
I can hire a trainer all day to do this, but they're not going to do it for me. They're going to help me do it for myself. Um, and I think that's just key is doing it for you and, and, and nobody else. Well, you oh, are going, powerful. isn't it? Michelle, do you have anything else? I think she covered a lot. Yes, <laughs> Bethany, you are definitely an inspiration. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Yes. Yeah, I know it was a, you know, it was a, you said yourself, you were a get out of your comfort zone kind of girl. Um, and you did today. And so we're so glad um, that you joined us. We are going to post your social media links on the show notes. So currently we're still doing it at TammyWest.com. I say that every single week, but at some point, Michelle, we got to do our, our consider yourself hugged page for sure. So visit that TammyWest.com and subscribe, download wherever you're listening, leave us a comment, please leave some encouraging words for Bethany, because obviously that's something that is helpful to her, that support and that love. So whether it's on her, you know, Instagram or Facebook, um, on the show notes, just, just be sure to let her know that you heard her story and that it really is helping you. So do all those things for us. Thank you so much for continuing to stay with us and to grow our community of women. And Bethany, you don't know this, but at the end of our show together, um, I will say until next time, and then we can all say together, consider yourself hugged. You good with that? I'm good with that. All right, here we go. So until next time, consider Consider yourself hugged. Pretty good. That's (laughs) 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 okay.